0: This is a Global Original Podcast.
1: Headphones on. Always oh, a good way to start.
0: That's what the pilots say.
1: Volume out, <laughs> Doors to manual. <laughs> and go. And we're off. <laughs> have you checked that bloody door? Because <laughs> I ain't leaving if it ain't shut. I'll be fine. <laughs> oh, you're all right. Did you keep the tyres, see this, if the, the plane was okay? This yeah. would be terrible for yeah. Jen because you
0: phobia of flying. Uh, Jen,
1: you, you have no phobias of flying. This is your husband and his mate. And we're doing a little bit of hypnotherapy. My wife is a hypnotherapist. Uh, so I, I basically, <laughs> by you, default... You picked up a few tips. I'm now a fully trained <laughs> hypnotherapist. So, um, so Jen, I look into my... Oh, we can't do that because this is audio. Um, <laughs> Jen, you are feeling sleepy. Feeling sleepy. And I tell you what, um, let's, uh, let's, let's get her drunk. So she collapses, get her on the plane. A bit like they did with um, with BA in the 80s. Do you remember that? No. So basically, B.A. was always scared of, fly- of flying. B.A. Baracus. B.A. Baracus. yeah.
0: yeah. Pity the fool. Pity the fool.
1: I pity the fool. So they always gave him a glass of milk. Yeah. And in there was some sort of sedative. And then that's what knocked him out. Yeah. But I always thought B.A. was quite thick though, wasn't he? Because every time they went, oh, you don't want to go on a flight? Okay, B.A., here you go. Here's a glass of milk. Have a lovely drink. You I,
0: go... I don't think milk would work for my vegan wife either. Oh yeah,
1: with Whilst we're va, um... here's some oat milk. <laughs> Jen, Jen, have some oat milk. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. Drink it all. Drink it all. Drink Do it all.
0: Know, we have we have had some uh, drunken flights. Have you? That didn't work. And she also has um, what's that medicine where they prescribe it? Um... Well, I'm not being funny. It's quite strong. Yeah, there's quite a lot of medicine in the world.
1: It could be here for a long time. Makes you go a bit,
0: woo-hoo.
1: I don't know. Are you sure this is medicine?
0: Yeah, it's from the doctor. Mm. Valium. Valium. Yeah, yeah, but it's not medicine. There's tablets, isn't it? Well, it's still from the... Well, I don't know, it's Valium. Right. But maybe whilst we're hypnotherapying, could you um, hypnotherapise her... Is that I don't, one? don't think that's a word. Could you get her to stack the dishwasher properly. Well, my wife <laughs> whilst, actually whilst we're on it.
1: She's she's very good at this sort of stuff. And obviously, you know, Charlie and Jen know each other very well. Get get
0: Jen a training a training session. <laughs> give her a
1: shout and she can train her to go on plane. She can train her to what can you not stack the dishwasher properly or I I can stack the dishwasher properly. How I dare can you? stack the dishwasher properly. So I genuinely think in a non-sexist way, guys very good at stacking. Yeah. Girls Shite. Yeah,
0: uh, it's almost as if she's picked up the entire contents off the side of the uh, of the kitchen. Yeah, in one big pile. Yeah. and just gone and pfft, released and just just thrown it at the dishwasher. I, That's for, what it's like
1: for me. The dishwasher is placed underneath the sink, so it's actually there. I think what Charlie does is she opens up the dishwasher, and then what's on the on the it actual just side just goes it in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't it understand it. Honestly, I cannot understand it. It it baffles me why she would think to stack plates in two different places. There's an art to it.
1: I mean, there's two shelves. So we've got the half dishwasher. We haven't mm. got the full big one. And there's an art to it. And I find that even more of a of a challenge, a good challenge... Because we've got half the size, but I still think we can get pretty much the same amount in yeah. if you stack properly.
0: Absolutely. Sometimes she'll uh, she'll open the dishwasher and she'll shout, ow, oh, dishwasher hasn't worked again. And I'll come and I'll look and I'll be like... <laughs> I'm not sure it's the dishwasher that's not
1: working. Is that because they've stuck it so far the little spinning yeah. the spinning sprinkler can't yeah, they, go around? Yeah. Or it's...
0: she's put so much cutlery. We have we have like a tray for cutlery. It's not the little. Oh, powder. it's not the little it's a tray. Yeah. And she will put so much cutlery on it that it's basically like solid. Like water cannot penetrate through it. <laughs> I'm like, of course, it's not going to work. She says, "Yeah, it's not working now." I'm like, not... "You're not working." Also, really frustrates me <laughs> when I look at it and, and and you go,
1: "Okay, you didn't wash very well this time." And you go, uh, right, let me, just let just, just turn it on a second. Turn it on. Rinse aid, none. Salt, yeah. none. You need these sort of things to clean stuff. That's why they're there.
0: Yeah, I know. It's great. It's well, the other thing Jen does, whilst, whilst we're on the subject, I feel like I need to get this off my chest a little bit. It's all right. Whilst we're on the subject, we have a sink, okay, and it's got these two compartments. So one compartment is the, uh, like, rinsing bit, and then there's the bigger bowl. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you've got a double. The, yeah, well, it's not massive, but the bin is underneath the sink, mm. okay? Like, literally, you don't have to move, you just open it. Okay. What Jen, Jen will tend to do at the moment is put rubbish in the sink, in the little sink bit. And I'm like, Jen, the bin is underneath where you're putting it. <laughs> so instead of putting it in there and then a later ta- a later date, putting it from the sink into the bin, just put it straight in the bin. What frustrates me,
1: especially in your situation, would be you know you have those little um, filters which catches all the I don't know let's say pasta or whatever you're yes. cleaning off your plate, and it catches in that little sort of filter plug thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. don't know what the what the exact word is, but when that's full and you go well, look the bin's right under. Just pick it up yeah. and just open that and put it in the bin. Yeah, you don't, you don't even have to move. No, it's
0: just, <laughs> it's just it's just a bit of an arm <laughs> movement. That's it. I mean, it's all you have to do. I can't, honestly, honestly, I cannot work them out.
1: Equally, though, I know if I go into, in Jen's defence here, she'll claim that you can actually be right next to the washing basket and you'll still leave all of your clothes right next to it and not actually in the washing basket. Well, well here's the thing, Jake.
0: What's that? So on Instagram, mm. Jen, Jen quite likes to... Are you saying she's lying for Instagram? No. No, no, no. She likes to share my floor drobe. Yeah. Okay. I do leave some clothes around on occasion. Anyway, she went to her friend's house in Wales this weekend, just gone. And her friend met Sunday morning, sends me a message saying, Does this scene look familiar? It's a photo of Jen's clothes. Everywhere. Floor-drobe. <laughs> Everywhere. And apparently, she said to her friend, well, I'm on holiday, yeah. so don't need to worry
1: about no, it. I no, think, I think she's okay there. I think that's right. <laughs> but I'm the messy one. In your own house, mm. you don't poop on your own doorstep, do you? You actually make sure it's all fine. <laughs> that's, that's
0: the way it works. Are you tidy?
1: At the minute, um, Charlie is obsessed with, the floor-drobe's not so bad at the moment, she's now obsessed with the, uh, the door-drobe. So right. behind us, we've got um, some hooks, and that's usually for dressing gowns, of dressing gowns only. Yeah, so there's my dressing gown. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure what else. Maybe a a calendar. What do you mean a calendar? On the hooks on the back of the door? No. Oh, we had... had That That door's pretty much shut. You don't see anything. Yeah, but you know know, I had that calendar that I made for Jen.
1: We found it, yeah? I've been messaging I haven't found it. I'll I'll keep updating, you don't worry. (laughs) We will find it. it. But
0: that was hanging on the back of the door. That's why I say that. Anyway, yeah, only dressing gowns. Dressing gowns,
1: maybe a towel, but you've got to take the towel back down to the bathroom or to the bathroom because otherwise it's all wet and it stays there. Yeah. So um, at the moment, there's I would there's Charlie's onesie which she doesn't wear because she says it gets a bit sweaty and she gets a bit claustrophobic in it. So that was That's sort of onesie is exactly. <laughs> Then there's her... Oh,
0: I just hate this all being in one, one piece. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy onesie.
1: I think I bought her a dressing gown for when she had Luna, because I remember her... She d- distinctively, distinctively... Is that the right word? Yeah, that worked. Yeah, she distinctively said that she wanted a thin dressing gown because it was a bit hot in hospitals. So I found her in a nice thin one. She's got a thick one there, and there's another one there. There's quite a, a selection of... of um. Uh, dressing gowns and there's my dressing gown I've got one it's a, it's a big blue thing it's too big for me because I nicked it from ITV studios so <laughs> that's that's the back of the door at the moment well I say that the other she's now putting all her dresses behind the, the door so she's used the wardrobe the, the is now used for dressing gowns and for summer dresses right which she still hasn't put away so she's put them up there to put away for the winter but they're still there
0: so they're not away no they're not away so right. this is why we have a wardrobe. So she needs more wardrobe space. Yeah. Do you have a?
1: What's it? What's the? How can I use the word for this one? Do you have a banister drobe
0: Well, no. We have a banister dumping ground. Yeah, that's like the we banister just dump.
1: A lot there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So coats, uh, school clothes for the yeah. kids.
0: I tell you what happens. her <laughs> <Our, on, laughs> above is the is the um is the loft, and Jen's like, oh, can you put that up in the loft? And I'm like, yeah, no worries. <laughs> Dump on, dump on the landing, right? <laughs> and then and then she's like, why haven't you put it up? And I was like, oh, I'm just waiting for more stuff. <laughs> so I don't have, to, don't have to waste the trip.
1: The thing is, right, when you, when you go up into the loft, we don't have a loft anymore because when we bought this house, it had been converted. So we have no loft. I actually miss a loft. I kind of like going, this time of year as well, Christmas, coming up to Christmas, there's nothing better, I think, than... Going up into oh, the loft. Yeah,
0: you spend quite a long time in the loft. Going to get stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah you know, I don't do that anymore. It's shoved in a shed you somewhere. Come to my loft. Oh, it'll come. Yeah. But then you think, like you say, you, you, oh, actually, it's okay. I've got to get that. I have to get a chair, first of all, to be able to reach the yeah. knob to, to actually get the loft hatch down. And then you've got to move the chair to bring, to bring the ladder down. And then you've got to bring stuff down. Yeah. We, so it's quite a hassle. So I understand why you're yeah. coming Yeah, I want
0: to do it like once yeah. every two weeks, yeah. not every day. Maximum. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of dressing gowns, right? This, that I saw there. Um, I can't remember where I saw it now, but I saw this bloke, and he had a dressing gown. It was, a, it was one of their thin cotton ones, but it was like a three quarter length one. No, uh-huh. not very, a, very butch. Like a quarter length one. Oh yeah, yeah it, wasn't, it was very old and job. It wasn't very masculine, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was. So it came sort of just above my knees. Yeah. And I said to Jen at the time, I, was like, I really like one of those, and she bought one for me. But I, then I then forgot about it, and then she bought one for me, and I was like, this is brilliant. Put it on, and I used to wear it like every day I used to really like was it was it
1: above the knee
0: yeah <laughs> so it, was, it wasn't like a really long one because yeah. I was like I don't want to. anyway so I started wearing it and then I just and then she just started um, like complaining because basically wherever I went she could just see my balls <laughs> so I'd be like why though I thought you had a dressing gown to have a crossover they do but it's like when you're sat down so I'll just like have a cup of tea sit cross down. your legs well, you
1: filthy animal
0: no, she's see my balls she'd be like ow like seriously what if someone comes round and I was like boys are on show mate put yeah. the boys back in the barracks and it got to a point where she was just saying it all the time and I was like um, well I mean I I just won't wear it but <laughs> this is in your own since. house yeah, yeah oh yeah I haven't worn it <laughs> out. Could,
1: could you imagine how yeah. he goes over like stays over at his mates and brings his three quarter yeah. length
0: dressing gown. yeah <laughs> Hello, guys. i was going to slip into something a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> I, I think because a lot of people, they wear them with, like, pyjama trousers. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, there's something looking yeah. at me. <laughs> but sometimes, Gosh, I, yes. sometimes I do go to Tesco in my pyjamas and stuff, so.
1: <laughs> oh, no, you can't. That's not allowed. It's fine. You can only
0: do that if you're a student. My pyjamas are pretty much jogging bottoms.
1: Only time it's allowed. Yeah. You shouldn't. Once you've gone, once you're away from university. Really? And you're a proper grown-up, you should not be going to the supermarket in your pajamas.
0: No, no it's just. I think it's fine. No, it's just a bit. It's just a bit you yeah, What about nine o'clock? You've had a bath, it's nine o'clock, and Jen says, or your wife says, or your partner says, uh, we haven't got anything for the kids' packed lunch. No, that's a lie. Jen
1: would say, we're out, we're out of Prosecco. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or that. <laughs> or, you know, packed lunches or Prosecco. Yeah. You know, You're I'm going to you... go
1: and get dressed just to go and get some. All you've got to do is dismount the robe. Okay, the robe comes off.
0: <laughs> yeah, put some trousers on to cover and up your balls. put some jogging
1: bottoms on, <laughs> cover your balls up, <laughs> so they're not on show. Yeah. And then just go. Don't forget your wallet, though, because when you put tracksuit bottoms on, you forget your wallet. Yeah. Don't think you can use Apple Pay as well. I did this before. I went to Tesco thinking, oh, I haven't got my wallet. I've got my phone. It's fine. I did, a, like, a big shop, and, yeah, it didn't work. Wait, why? I just didn't. Why? It worked every time for me. It didn't, well, it didn't work that time for me, so I've never done it again. Always take your wallet. No.
0: I'm I running always, the risk yeah, Anyway, what's going on today? Welcome to Don't Tell Your Mum Oh, we feel like we've had a little sidetrack e- Intro Sidetracked intro Does that make sense? We didn't even
1: we didn't even cover hand, foot and mouth We'll have to do that a bit later maybe Because you, you, I've had it No, well, it's been in our house
0: you've, you've <laughs> It's been in our it. house Yeah We didn't talk about that either, did we? I know, horrible um, thing What have we got today then? We're talking about White Ribbon Day Which is um, all based around domestic violence uh, And we're talking about Thanksgiving in America
1: uh, and our parenting subject today on today's podcast is going to be adoption, uh, surrogate, donor, egg sperm, children, issues, how to deal with all that sort of stuff. So that's what we'll be covering today.
0: But first, we've got a confession, right? We have got a confession.
1: It's time for Al's Sex Pest Voice.
0: Welcome to the confessional. There it is. <laughs> the, I mean, this is honestly, I'm, I'm excited by this confession because last week, was it last week? might be the week before. The, one of the recent ones was one of the best confessions we've ever had. That bloke who uh, cleaned his gooch with his wife's <laughs> tooth, toothbrush. Yes. <laughs> right, right. I still don't agree with it. It's unbelievable, but what a confession. Right, This one might, might trump it. Okay. <laughs> might trump it who's who's this one from? And and the best part is that this is from a guy called Brad. Is this, is this the Brad that we know? Who's our mate? So,
1: <laughs> what, now, what's really odd about this is Brad could have just WhatsApped us, called us. Yeah. You know, we know Brad very well. We've we've known Brad for like yes five, ten yeah, years, yeah. or something like that. Five years, let's say. So he could have just called us and gone, "I've got a confession." Blah yeah. blah, blah. But he didn't. He went through he the does submitted net. it, Com, submitted yeah. it without us knowing. Yeah. And then said, "I got a random WhatsApp saying." What did you get my uh, confession? Yeah. My, what are you talking this about? Is one of, <laughs> so this, this is it. This have you had it? Heard no. It I this is one of it. the best things. He said it was something to do with it was something on a similar subject that I was about to have done, which I haven't had done yet. So yes. I think that it must be to do with
0: a slip to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. So, but keep in mind that um, Brad knows us quite well, dearest Jay and Al, mi amigos. This confession is a sensitive one, as it's about my vasectomy. Seems fitting, as Jay is nearing his bollock, bollocks obliteration. Himself. I've had to cancel it.
1: <laughs> Why? Oh, I've just... Oh, Did I've just, you bottle not, it? Life got a bit too... No. No, no. genuinely, I didn't. No. Man, I've just had a knee operation. I can't, no, not because of the operation, but because of the fact it's a uh, commitment. Oh, no, no, no. I'm definitely having this nip. All right. 100%. You are committed. But um, it's it's on hold until 2020.
0: Right. Right, okay. 2020 is the year. But before I get to my confession... My confession? Confession. He is South African, actually. He is. I'm trying to do it. But before I get to my confession... No, just... <laughs> Why not? That's a good accent. I'm good at South African Yeah, but
1: I, you peaked there. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, I can do Australian. Australian, no. any takers? Any takers? That, uh, was, that, was, that was like Newcastle. No, that wasn't me. I didn't do it. That was just me. That wasn't even an accent. But before I get to my confession, I thought Al might appreciate the fact that whilst I was having my ballsack manhandled, the surgeon had Bon Jovi's greatest hits playing in the room. And of course, you are in love with Jon Bon Jovi, the biggest fan you could possibly find, which is a magnificent hearing say it isn't so whilst your tubes are being welded shut how does say it isn't so go say it I won't do it because I'm a terrible singer almost
1: yeah
0: I I could do it in a South African accent
1: come on how does the song go
0: can I do it yeah no I won't do it no I'm not feeling the pressure do it do it also also I don't know I know I don't think I know the melody say it isn't so is that right
1: Mate, I only know you give love a bad name and always.
0: Yeah, could be it's my life as your balls are going. Yeah. Anyway, back to the confession. So shortly after the op, the wife drove me home and as I had often heard stories about how a man was unable to experience the natural pleasures of life after the V-section, I decided, fuck it, I'll give it a go. I can hear him say that. So so two hours after the op, I decided to try and rub one out. What? (laughs) What? Two hours gone. (laughs) Yeah, this is the best. (laughs) All was going swimmingly until I reached a point where it felt like the hand of Satan had reached into my nuts and was trying to forcefully pull them out through the eye of a needle. (laughs) This sounds like, um, not
1: that I would know, this sounds like when you have the umbrella. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) If you have
0: a sexually transmitted disease. Honestly, honestly, I mean, that line alone deserves some kind of Oscar nomination. The hand of
1: Satan had reached into my nuts and was trying to forcefully (laughs) pull them through the eye of a needle.
0: You can hear Jeremy Clarkson say that. Upon releasing the shriek of a man that has been flicked in the nuts multiple times, my wife shouted, Are you okay? To which I responded... Yes, it's just a traumatic girth experience, (laughs) which is my expression for when a shit rips your anus apart. (laughs) Brad, this is unreal. Can I be forgiven for my pure ignorance by not treating my franken beans with the respect following its post traumatic lack of seminal disorder? P.S. asking for a friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I can't believe he. Brad, that is unreal, mate. I mean, you wouldn't even... That's like me after the, my knee operation, attempting to go and play a 90-minute football match. Why would you even go near it? Why are you trying to rub one out after you've yeah. just had the old snip? I mean, I would be tentative to, for having a piss. I'd be tentative to touch it. Yeah. I'd be I, tentative to, to zip down my trousers. It's
0: insane. I mean, what were you thinking? And
1: I would be milking it for weeks. Yeah. Oh, I can't do that. can't do the dishwasher. Make sure you do it properly, though. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have to come over there
0: and do it. <laughs> Actually... To be honest, I'll just do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll struggle. It's all right. I'll soldier on. I'll do it. No, it is mad. It is mad. I mean, I, honest, I really want to forgive you, Brad. <laughs> oh, but, I'm going to forgive. But
1: why? Because sometimes curiosity gets the better of you. And, and also sometimes for me, like I never like to be, you know what I'm like. I'm competitive as hell. I never like to be beaten. <laughs>
0: uh, Could have chosen a better word. So you're going to go for an hour and a half after you're up. I'm going to go 90.
1: <laughs> that is an hour and
0: a half. <laughs> it reminds me, actually, of a friend at school once. He told us, this is a long time ago now, but he told us that he rubbed one out using a um, tin of treacle.
1: What? Yeah. What, <laughs> by, by putting it in
0: there? Well, yeah, just like around it. Huh? Which is kind of the opposite of lube, I guess, because it's very sticky. Uh? Yeah. This is disgusting. Well, this, this is what I'm saying, like, why? Why? Like, at what, at what point does someone go, I know? I've got a good idea. <laughs> there was a rumour that um,
1: um, a farmer's son up the road from me, I'm a farmer's boy if you didn't know, was uh, used to have the old jar full of pig's liver. Oh, You know that? You've heard of that one, haven't you? I so know. you put pig's liver in a jar and then stick your... and do that. Uh, you never heard of that? Uh, no. Well, we, again, we don't know if this is true, but this was the rumour. <laughs> well, It's a bit that? like American Pie, isn't it? That was the rumour. That's not okay. I can't confirm... Or deny it.
0: But this is but. what I mean. Why would someone go, pig's liver, yeah?
1: Well, you'd have to heat it up. <laughs> Not too hot. If a bit cold, it wouldn't be that. Maybe if you heated it up, I imagine it'd be quite, <laughs> be quite a similar experience. I don't know. Anyway, like I said. You imagine? Well, you imagine. <laughs> I have never done that. Never. Come on, okay. <laughs> uh, So, Brad, from my point of view, uh, you are forgiven. Forgiven. Well...
0: I don't know, mate. The verdict's out with me. So you're saying not forgiven? I'm just saying, why did you think that would be a good idea? Yeah, that's but what it, I'm But saying. he hasn't harmed anyone else.
1: You know what I mean? He's just he's just kind of harmed himself. So I, I think based on that, that's why he can be forgiven. There's a bit of stupidity in there, but I kind of like that. And we know Brad. That's that's, that's something that Brad would do.
0: Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. You've persuaded me.
1: I don't know. But the one thing I would ask, though, is could you possibly be horny after a vasectomy, though? You would I wouldn't have thought the surroundings are not the sexiest. It was a home at this stage. And was he? Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't think I'd be in the mood
0: to. Wow. Well, I mean I maybe I don't know. How long do they say after we've had this this discussion before, haven't we? How long can you have sex after a vasectomy? Was it 5, five Oh it's no you weeks, have to wait, don't it? you? Yeah.
1: No you have to you still have to have sex with contraception for what was it yeah. 4 months or something like yeah. that? Yeah. <sighs> anyway, forgive him for me, Brad. Great story. Great describing words. Well, a, a star. Well written. A star. Well done.
0: <laughs> Coming up, we are going to be talking about adoption, surrogacy, uh, donor egg or sperm, um, and all the options sort of available and the issues surrounding some of those stuff. But it's going to be it's going to be a good discussion actually. I've got I've got quite a lot of thoughts on it. Have you? Uh, I do.
1: I don't have much. So that's a good
0: job. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not much in my head generally, but yeah. <laughs> about these subjects, like I do. Um, but first, I think we are going to talk about uh, kids and dicks. Kids and dicks. I had something on my. Why'd you have uh, your
1: finger in your fly? No, no, no,
0: I just had something on my groin, and I just was cleaning my <laughs> jeans. Didn't look like that from this angle. That's what it was. Oh, do you want to start, or do you want me to start, or if you? I don't know if this is a kids a dicks moment. Quite a proud moment in a way.
1: Okay, you can do it by giving. Okay, you have to give me a a dickish behaviour first, but he, but then you forgive because of the proud behaviour. Maybe.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes he asks to watch things on TV.
1: Netflix
0: and the thing he's asking to watch is
1: atrocious okay what what is Ted into at the moment then
0: he's into this thing right I mean it is well done to be fair but it's called figure of foe right okay and it's, there's no words in it it's basically like this boy who's a bit weird looking it's quite creepy like if you met some of these characters on a dark night you'd be freaked out yeah. but it's quite it's quite creepy and and this kid, he just does these weird adventures. For example, there was one. He wanted to go on a roller coaster. He was too short. So, and there was a freaky clown who was letting him on or off the roller coaster. He wouldn't let him on. Too short. So he goes back and his robot dog, yeah, weird, uh, has made a machine that can make him grow. Zaps him with the machine. He grows, goes back. He's too tall. <laughs> can he? <laughs> clown still doesn't let him on. Then he gets chased by a man in a hot air balloon. Right. This is honestly the truth. Do you a heavy night? I promise this is exactly what happened. i the cooking, Sherry? And, um, and then he climbs up to the top of this thing. You know that scene out of um, God's, uh, King Kong? Yeah. When he's hanging off the building and he's swiping Empire at the thing. Empire State Building, thing. yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's like a nod to that. So he's climbing up this building, he's like swiping at this man in a hot air balloon.
1: Right.
0: Right. Then the dog fixes the machine the robot dog brings it up to the top of the building zaps the boy and the hot air balloon both now normal size but well relatively so the hot air balloon is now tiny like a fly he blows the hot air balloon flies away and uh, then goes back to the roller coaster and instead of being the right height they just zap the freaky clown so then the clown is now ant size and they just walk on the roller coaster kids don't do drugs I mean that's that is
1: it that's it Right, so he's watching this. Yeah. Uh, it, well, and is that why he's
0: being a dick? Because he's watching stuff just which is the really he weird. he chooses to watch. I'm like, come on, man. Anyway, so then I said, do we really have to watch it? And then he said, I know what you want to watch, right? And I was like, right. And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, what, what do I want to watch? And he went, buh. And I was like, uh boobies I don't know. <laughs> what do you wonder where it's going? Babe and then Station. He went, and then he went, Babe. Babe Station. And I was like, Baywatch. Right? So we've still got these things. Anyway, we started watching Baywatch. And then he's. <laughs> the Dude, old, this is weird. The old, the old classic. And then he says this. Like This is what he says. Eddie, what's daddy's favourite TV programme? Baywatch. <laughs> is that louder? What happens in Baywatch? Why are you giggling? I will whisper it. Okay. There's lots of pretty girls. Say again, lots of what? There's lots of pretty girls. Say a little bit loud. There's lots of little pretty girls. (laughs) Say again, loud. Do one big loud one. There's lots of what? So
1: he's, he's basically grassing you up. That's it, yeah. One thing I am is that yours on the floor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's actually it's actually Island.
1: Oh, is that Yeah, right? <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So, so he's, he's so basically he now knows
0: why Baywatch is your favourite program. But in my so what happened was we were watching. I came in and he was watching Netflix and he would managed to navigate to Baywatch, the new film with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> yep. which is a fifteen okay all right so i was like whoa, whoa, whoa we can't watch that okay but we can watch the 1990s version <laughs> oh that's all right then right <laughs> wow what a deal <laughs> i mean if you want we can do it we can do that shall we <laughs> so so um so i found it on amazon prime uh popped it on he chose the season season seven was his choice <laughs> <laughs> right? He <laughs> put it on. And I mean, I used to watch it when I was a kid. Yeah. It is amazing. Still good, is it? It is still slow. moes. Slow-mo's these montage. They have these like he's so funny, like they had this montage. Um, like they put a lot of music to it. It's at least a minute long. Right. And there's this one bit where there's a shark in the bay. Yeah, yeah that's the theme. And um, and so all of the uh, everyone goes crazy like sharks, and there's these these touts who start selling shark towels and shark soft toys and shark everything, right? And like
1: this ep- this episode is mainly you describing TV shows, you know that, don't you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but hang on, hang on. This is this is Ted's sense of humor, right? So then what happens is they all like the people on the beach are like crowding around these touts because they want to buy things it, to try and demonstrate that everyone is hyped about yep. the shark, right? And, um, and Ted, at the start of it, he goes, oh, what are they doing? And I said, oh, they're just really excited because there's a shark in the bay and they're all trying to buy stuff. Like this, right? Okay, and as it goes on, it's basically a load of women in bikinis trying yes. to buy all this stuff. That was usually the, the <laughs> general sort of
1: rule of Baywatch.
0: Yeah. So it's all like these like close-ups of these women trying to like buy a, a shark. There were, there were shark guys in this soft as well, by the way. There, there were, were, they they were, they were hot were. guys, just yeah. Yeah. you know. It was, it was very even. Yeah. Actually, it, it was quite even, I've noticed. Um... Anyway, so he's doing it, and it's about a minute and a half later, and they're still doing it, still music, still crowding around. I'm pretty sure they used the same shot twice. Yeah. Somewhere we're, along. the budget. And Ted looks at me and he goes, how excited were they? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're right, Ted. And we have had one minute of these <laughs> women trying to buy a soft toy. Okay, <laughs> I agree. It is a bit over the top. So now we are... Watching Baywatch together. Not often, not often. We only watched... Not often. No. (laughs) Only a few little bits here and there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How the hell
1: did Baywatch get... What did you say? You watched season seven? Yeah. How did... I mean, how many storylines can you have on a beach? Apart from, I don't know, friend collapses because they're drunk, shark in bay, Mm. um, man overboard, or woman overboard. Yeah. um, What else else could go wrong?
0: Because it's all about the characters. Getting to know them... Getting to know CJ a little better. Thing is, I I was always <laughs> Pam, Pam Anderson. I know who CJ is. <laughs> uh, of course you do.
1: I was a bit gutted because Michael Knight should not have been a lifeguard. I think that's what that's why I didn't watch it that much. Didn't really? bother. Yeah, my, Michael Knight was. You know, he's the oh, he, Hoff. David Hasselhoff. Oh,
0: oh, because of Knight. Because he he's yeah. Knight
1: Rider. He's not. He's not a lifeguard. See, I
0: know him as Mitch Buchanan. No. No, he's not he's not Mitch, he's Michael. <laughs> mm. Mitch Buchanan. I see he
1: kept the M's though. <laughs> Do you know what?
0: There's got to be a some kind of um comeback where they mix Night Rider and Baywatch. No, well, if if Hoff had the
1: uh, opportunity it would. That's the dream. Yeah. But I don't think thing is though, is is he sober now? The Hoff or not? Cuz he wouldn't be able to drive Kit, would he? How <laughs> might Kit you drive himself? himself.
0: <laughs> All this stuff about um smart cars and what, you know, these cars that drive themselves. I think that's going to that's going to be well, no, I saw, I saw a TV show. Uh, I, no,
1: I was it Baywatch? Who, no, it was someone... Was it Top Gear that interviewed the Hoff? Or was it Grand Tour? Can't remember. One or the other. And they were Same saying... thing. They were saying how Night Rider... Remember, what was this? Mid-80s? Early 80s? Now, some cars don't even have what Kit had. Really? Yeah, it was that... Advanced? It, yeah. Sort of like, so obviously it drove itself. when well, no our cars can drive drive yeah, themselves. Yeah. Um what were the other things in there? Sort of like, you know, bulletproof, you know, yeah. bombproof and stuff. Yeah, all these things. Like
0: the Beast. The Beast. From um, the...
1: Oh. Still no turbo booster I've seen on any car yet where they, it jumps in the air, but we're waiting. It'll happen.
0: I reckon Nissan are going to bring that out first. Oh, do you? <laughs> okay, nice choice. <laughs> not not Ferrari
1: or Lamborghini
0: or, nope. you know, Lotus, Nissan. <laughs> i tell you, today, there's a new Lamborghini garage in my local town. There's a nice cash guy there. This is the new cash guy. Don't, don't press that button. <laughs> or oh, your turbo boost. Hey, it's so. That On the they'll... school
1: run with the kids, don't press it's it. So it's
0: not suspicious.
1: <laughs> oh, just a normal cash guy. Mum, we're running late. Don't worry, kids. Hit that button. <laughs> In the Nissan cash guy.
0: Yeah, so get you're... a little red lights at the front as well. How's your new Nissan cash guy, by the way? <laughs> we well, are not sponsored by Nissan cash guy, but you have got a new one. Uh, yeah, it's not that new now. Is it's it done 10,000 miles, isn't it?
1: I can't believe that they don't do the seven door anymore. That's not a seven door, seven Seven seater. seater, Yeah, you have to get the X
0: Trail for that. The trouble is, we did use the seven seats uh, in the cash car we had before. Um, We did, we did use them like maybe four or five times a year. Yeah. But then we were like, I we liked it because it was a it was a mid sized car with seven seats. Yeah. Whereas now, if you want seven seats, you've got to go to the next size up. We just didn't want a great big car.
1: You see, seven seats because I before I bought. The, the the car that we bought so we part exchanged and I was looking at seven seats and I just thought because there's no boot space no the seven seats is pretty much the boot yeah and I just thought for the amount of times that you know we might go and you pick someone it. up and you might need it because obviously we've got two car seats I was just like nah screw that yeah
0: we did, we used it but not very often usually when like, Louis had a mate round or something like that
1: I always think as well there's not much room what about if you hit from the back there's not much room there is there you know what I mean obviously they're very yeah. safe these cars and they're tested to an inch of their lives I get that but for me this week very quickly I've, I've made a mistake so when Noah had hand foot and mouth and Luna had hand foot and mouth obviously they were very poorly there were temperatures kicking around They were cold one minute they were hot the next minute so I thought let's go old school thing that I loved as a kid when I was poorly ice bath nope oh god you're ruthless <laughs> <laughs> No army training you said old school <laughs> hot water bottle
0: Oh, uh, Hottie. The Hottie
1: body yeah. was, yeah. So I looked, had a quick look in the drawers. You know when you got like that drawer which has got everything in it? I'm, yeah. like, I'm sure I saw a pig in here. I'm pretty certain there was a Fluffy Pig and I'm pretty certain that was a hot water bottle. Anyway, found, found Fluffy Pig, was a hot water bottle. Brilliant. Gave Noah the hot water bottle. He loved it. Absolutely loved it. Luna wanted the hot water bottle. As you know, kids, when they see that someone's got one, they want the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to quickly order next day delivery on Amazon. <laughs> uh, it was a, a rabbit hot water bottle. Thing is now, Charlie's like, they, they want a hot water bottle every night now. They won't yeah. go to bed.
0: Really? Unless they've got a hot see, water See, Ted bottle. has one at my mum's. When he, when he stays over at his grandma's, he has one. But we don't have one at our house.
1: I mean, they are good though.
0: They are good. I'm tempted to buy me and the wife one. Yeah. Jen, Jen likes one. Yeah. And they're good for... Um,
1: periods. Yes, they are.
0: Mm. Why are you... Does that mean so I've heard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> Not comforting, neither. isn't it? It's nice but, I mean, Yeah, and on Sometimes that's the only thing that can make her feel better. Uh, Charlie was saying,
1: are, they, are these things safe? I'm like, well, I remember having a hot water bottle from about the age of three,
0: yeah.
1: and one never burst on me.
0: Yeah. So as long as, you I, don't, I, as, long as you don't stab I, it with anything. Uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't
1: go around, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't jump on it <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. it's not like a yeah anyway um, I think that's it this week from for Kids of Dicks
0: we've been wrapped up so <laughs> I'm gonna come go, honestly I can't wait to go and watch Baywatch with Ted <laughs> <laughs> honestly Ted you, you need to get Noah onto it
1: Noah's watching Shaun the Sheep at the minute I always forget that Shaun the Mate. Sheep it's got no dialogue is it
0: Shaun the Sheep it's just the Baywatch. sound effects
1: no oh no he, but he probably like Night Rider, so I might get him onto Knight Night Rider. There you go. Why'd you got to pay for that Amazon Prime? I am like, screw that.
0: Ah, Baywatch is free, is it? Yep, yeah, but Night Rider isn't. Doesn't help. <laughs> it does if you want to go to Baywatch.
1: So, um, our parenting subject this week is adoption surrogacy. Um, so, based on that, our book of the week this week in all good bookshops uh, is Male Infertility by Leslie R. Shover. Um, so I'll give you a little quick um, synopsis of it hope and strategies of couples dealing with male infertility if you or your partner is suffering from male infertility you're not alone millions of couples are struggling with this problem about 40% of these couples have exclusively male infertility problems while another 20% have both male and female infertility problems now two leading experts a urologist specialising in male infertility and a psychologist team up to write the most complete guide available on male infertility this this sounds because if you're you know if you're suffering with this or you know this is in your life, this book sounds really
0: really good yeah it does i mean it's a it's, it's a it's an issue that has a bit of a taboo around it mm. like men like like alex said um the the triplet daddy uh, a couple of weeks ago in his interview he said about how the doctor said to him that he was the problem when mm. they were had infertility struggles um before they had their i v f triplets and um he and he was saying like that was like a massive curveball because it's like a male pride thing yeah. you know it's, so i think it's a big there's a big taboo around it um i mean we get obviously we share our um infertility stuff and our miscarriage journey stuff like that we share that quite publicly on our instagram yeah but we've had a we've had every single one of these offered to us so we've had um we've had people say would you adopt we've had people offer um egg donation and mm. sperm donation and we've had people offer to be our be a surrogate for us yeah i mean to me it's like you don't even know it like it's very, obviously it's very good thing it's coming from a real Nice place, yeah. Like people have tried; they're, they're being they followed your journey, generous. yeah, and they want to help and they want to kind of support and they want to, you know. So I, I get it; it's a real nice sentiment behind it, but it's also a bit weird. Hmm. Like I'm at, like it's one thing, kind of a friend saying or a sister saying, "Oh, I'll be a surrogate surrogate mother for your baby," which is a, 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 a massive. Surely it's massive. I can't, you can't even get your head around it. I can't anyway. Um, but to to say like you you do that for someone who you don't even know i mean I, want, I, I wonder what would happen if i turn around and go great thanks yeah but on the flip <laughs> side of in. that cuz um, cause, um
1: I, I think we probably be, we both know there's that there's a lady called lisa who we know is a surrogate do you know lisa you might know lisa she was a surrogate to two um to two dads that i i won't actually oh. I, won't, I won't reveal them Okay. but um and i watched i think i we actually charlie and myself revealed the gender of the baby to um to the two dads so it, 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 they, they follow, we did it in a Disney store because they're huge Disney fans. Is that a baby in a Disney store? We didn't have the baby in the Disney store. Oh, we, we did, did the, the reveal because they're both you know, oh, the see. two dads are both yeah, massive yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney fans, and Lisa, who was the surrogate, revealed what yeah. the gender was and stuff like that. So that was absolutely lovely, and they did get to know each other. Um, I'm not sure did they know each other from the start, but anyway, and they have this most amazing relationship. Yeah. All of them, which is wonderful. But is it? Would you say it's probably sometimes a good thing that obviously you go through all the right channels, but not knowing the surrogate and then is sometimes is that a better thing? Is it easier to cope with mentally? I, I don't know the answer to this. I'm just putting it out there.
0: Well, I mean, I think... I've... To I guess be careful about how I word this, but and this is from a very uneducated point of view, so forgive me in advance from both of us.
1: Yes,
0: (laughs) but what I'm thinking was obviously for a gay couple, there's no like it's knowing the female, the mum, the mother is not encroaching on anyone's territory. Mm. That makes sense. Whereas if it was for um, a heterosexual couple, where there's going to be a mother and there's going to be a father, and then there's a biological mother. Like the mother, those mothers, there's do you know what I mean? There's a there's yeah, a no, potential clash yeah. there. Like yeah. that's that's kind of what I've got in my head. So yeah, maybe not knowing is better. But I, I just don't I just don't under I just don't know how you, how I can't work out the mentality of someone who would who would carry someone's baby, which is made from a sperm and egg from another couple, and then just be like, there you go like that's like that's like a con- you've got a connection there that you can't just well, yeah,
1: but there is there's obviously going to be that connection. But then there are I think you know I think um the lady that I'm talking about has done it quite a few times. So she's been a surrogate for yeah. um wow. a, f- a, f- a few couples. Yeah. I mean, I'm very um, I mean a lot of admiration. Oh, uh, without doubt and also remember this is someone saying that, you know, I can I can cook the baby. Um and if I
0: can <laughs> You can't say that because I've just watched Hansel and Gretel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what I mean? So she's saying, look, I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have this baby and I'm gonna give you something that you can't have and can only wish for. Yeah. I actually think, wow, what you has know, she that kids? is amazing. Yeah, she has she's got her own kids as well. Yeah. And then she's happy just to be like, yeah. Here you go, here you go. Yeah. Because I suppose I think it's an amazing thing that you can give life, yeah. You know what I mean? To to two, you know, to a couple that for whatever reasons can't can't have children yeah and to, and to give that it's
0: just you see here's so we I think we've talked about this briefly before actually but when we when Jen and I were looking into um, IVF we found out that if I donate some sperm we can get a round of IVF almost um, paid for either mm. the you know like an, like an exchange um, and I started to explore explore this but um, you have to go through some counseling and all this kind of stuff because Essentially, what might happen is you you give ten um, samples, mm. uh, which I th- which in theory could lead to ten children, which in eighteen years' time, eighteen and nine eighteen years and nine months' time, could come round and say, "Hey, you're my biological dad." Hey, yeah, and like that's a big thing, right? Because I mean, it's a big thing. Like, but uh, again, I I I am not
1: educated in this department at all. But can you choose? to not be contactable
0: in these situations. Well, yeah, but you can, like, people can track people down, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, there's, you you know, you can say, all right, my details aren't on file, but you can go and find them. Like, it's hard, probably, you know, it's hard, but you can find them. It sounds harsh.
1: I know know what I just said sounded harsh, but, you know, there are certain circumstances where I think you just kind of have to go, well, that's the cut off point, yeah. but it, that, that's the that, that that's the gorgeous family just there, yeah. and I need to be taken out that equation.
0: If, if I had a child who was um, from a sperm donor, I wouldn't want him going to find his biological dad. I'd be like, I'm your I'm your dad. Yeah, like come like like that's you know. And I suppose, like you say, it, when would you're you even right- would you tell your kid? Because um, I'm thinking, I don't know if I'd
1: even tell <laughs> them. Well, you get to a point, anyway. where you just... I suppose it's, it's, it depends on what you think. Do they need to know? Do, uh, do they have a right to know? Should you tell them the yeah. truth? Then, if they want to go and pursue it any further, well, then it's their choice. Like, would they ever work to. it
0: out? Well... Well, maybe if, like, you needed to do a, a transplant, like if you were donating a kidney to your, your dad or something like that. Like, I was thinking I think, thinking of my dad. We don't look that similar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: looks very much like the Amazon yeah. delivery driver yeah.
0: but I have never they didn't have Amazon 30 years ago it was the milkman
1: I'm saying though no, these are the new problems that you get yeah, yeah back then it was the postman the milkman yeah. or or um, the guy that came round to collect the pool's money <laughs>
0: It's there's he was hot. so many hot questions <laughs> around all of this stuff is ma- there's a story actually I was going to just share quickly. Yeah. Um it's not very exciting. It's quite interesting, but um there was a news article come out a few years ago about a guy who was a sperm donor but off the record sperm donor yeah. so not through legit um yeah. channels. And he he basically would meet would meet you on the M5 or something at one of the service stations. And it was where he he got shut down, his business got shut down, and it was thought that he had fathered over 500 kids. Wow. <laughs> it's mad, no? It's, it's, it just sounds a bit like
1: dogging, really, but... Um, <laughs> but with babies. <laughs> but with, but, yeah. So what, so he, people knew that he was willing to offer, mm. was he offering sperm or was he yeah. having sex
0: with people? No, 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 he'd just give you the sperm. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you know how much it cost? Well, obviously cheaper than if you went through a clinic. So this is obviously, is, it, is this is illegal, is it? It's completely illegal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He got shut down, that's what I mean. But that's what I mean, it's all kind of on the black market. Wow. Like, on the black market, you can buy guns, you can buy drugs, you can buy sperm. <laughs> <laughs> on the M5
1: services? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, my favourite services are the M6, the toll yeah. road one, because it's like a VIP one. If he, was, if he was selling it from there, he'd feel a bit more special. <laughs>
0: That that was for an extra
1: tenner. <laughs> oh, was it. Yeah, we had to pay for the toll, didn't you?
0: <laughs> it's, there's, a, there's so much wrapped up in all of this stuff. It's amazing. And actually, I'd love to hear from people who have gone through any of this kind of experience. I think that would be. Uh, just just share your story. Just write in and. Well, you've heard us, us go on, on about
1: stuff, and we obviously we don't know. We we know. what well, we we we're not educated on the subject, but. I wonder what it's like to, to hear two people talk about it that aren't educated about it. Maybe you can yeah. educate well,
0: us. I mean, let's get a guest on. Let's, let us yeah. let us know if it's you, and uh, we'll see whether we can um, have a chat with you, because that would be, I think it'd be quite interesting. I mean, think it affects a lot of people. Uh, I mean, those stats from that the, um, male for infertility book by Leslie R. Shover, um, those stats are high. So it affects a lot of people. And don't
1: forget as well, I imagine, if you go to thedadsnet.com, there's that subject well all those subjects will be will be covered
0: yeah we've got content on all of that um, or you can chat to other dads within the net network um, uh, about all this stuff there's loads of dads mm. who will have this you know been there done it kind, yeah. of, kind of stuff um, you can find us on social at Dads at the DadsNet on all socials um, so just get in touch
1: right uh, I think we're done thanks for listening today uh, next week's podcast uh, the confession is from Fred the Vegetarian
0: I love the way he's labelled himself like that.
1: Well, there's a reason that he's labelled himself a vegetarian and all will become clear in the confession next week. Ooh. Uh, yes, yes. Ooh, teased, Intriguing. Teased, teased. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
0: I can barely hold my excitement for next week. What now. else we got? <laughs> what else we got next, next week? Next week we're talking, um, well, we're getting into Advent. So we're going to be talking about safe toys and gifts month, uh, which is exciting. We're going to talk about some toys oh uh, yes
1: yes <laughs> you, you're with us oh yeah you see I've got a, I have a new perspective on toys
0: alright well just save your new perspective for next week yeah no
1: my, my kids aren't going to like it but we have a new perspective on toys so we, we should talk about that next week as oh well. god is the Grinch JK coming yes, out yes very oh, much so oh, yeah the the, the Grinch <laughs> JK that doesn't like packaging
0: well, I mean, yeah, I know when mean, I'm on the same page as that actually. <laughs> that to be, to be those, fair, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you can join us next week, but in the meantime, get in touch at the Dad's Net on all social or the dot com or J K Jason King or it's the Ferguson's.
1: And if you want to download the podcast, you know you want to. Uh, make sure you do it. Subscribe. Rate us, please. We always like a good rate. Our rating's really good at the moment. There might, I think there might be one random person that, that says we're shit. But the, the general rating is, is really good, so don't forget to do that. So download, subscribe, rate, uh, Global Player if you want to do all that as well. Go and check us out. In the meantime, until next week,
0: goodbye. Stronger. Thank you. I've been Pleasure. working on it. Pleasure. You're welcome. <laughs>